When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson, and it is time for the Fantasy Football Focus here. We'll talk about uh, injuries as we do on Thursdays here, see who is trending in the right or wrong direction uh, to play this weekend. We mentioned Rashad Bateman, a full participant on Thursday. That's two days in a row for him. I would expect him to to play this weekend against the Steelers unless uh, he has a setback, but he really hasn't been fantasy relevant this year. No, I'm sure he's on a lot of waiver wires. If I was... Really <laughs> light at the end. If my if my roster's you know got a couple guys at the bottom of it that are banged up or not real valuable, maybe I'd grab him now before his first big game. But I'm not even saying a big game's coming. Who knows? You know. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, Justice Hill limited. Um, he probably suits up this week, but I'm not real fired up to. He's like a six touch a game type guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for fantasy, he's not real worthy. Yeah. It's it, their running game is pretty much Gus Edwards and, and Lamar. And Lamar. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I mean, even Gordon here and there. Yeah. Um, mucks things up. Elijah Mitchell did not practice on Thursday again. That's two days in a row for him. So, full McCaffrey this week. Wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, they got Dallas, but that doesn't matter who McCaffrey's playing. Obviously, yeah. play him, and it helps him a little. It helps him because he's going to get all the touches. All the touches. I mean, maybe a couple of Jordan Mason touches. But... Yeah, they like him, but... I mean, McCaffrey's shown already this year he could be a 100% type of guy. Yeah, I just you wonder or worry about the long term because mm-hmm. he's never really been. No, no. That, you know, but somebody you want get. You don't, he's not somebody you want getting 300 touches in the run game because he's going to catch 100 passes as well. Oh, and he's unbelievably valuable. And that's been, that's kind of been the balance that they've had. They haven't thrown it to him quite as much as they have in previous years mm-hmm. because he's running the ball more. More than, more than I'd be a little comfortable with, to yeah. be honest with you. From a Niner perspective. But this is a big game. He's going to get a ton of touches. Uh, Debo Samuels with the rib and knee uh, issues practiced on Thursday. Okay. Boy, so. he started him, though. You get a bad taste in your mouth because he just <laughs> ran around like a decoy, you know? Yeah. Uh, Javante Williams, if you picked up uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, this is not good news for you because Javante Williams returned to practice on Thursday. I guess that's good news. I mean... P. Ryan seems like he's in the doghouse. Yeah. I mean, I think McLaughlin will have value moving forward because yeah. he did some stuff. He's a good receiver. Uh, but Javante Williams is going to be their guy. I assume he'll be their top dude. I mean, Williams. It's a bad matchup this week, though. Yeah, it's the Jets, right? Yeah. Yeah. Williams still doesn't look the same to me, and rarely do they a year after such a bad injury. I might want none of the above. Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, Tyron Smith was a full participant in Thursday's practice for the uh Dallas Cowboys. They need him to they be the Niners. Yeah, yeah. They need him to be out there. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson was limited again in Thursday's practice for the uh, Patriots. I was super confident in him in the preseason that he'd be. I know Zeke was there, but that Stevenson would be their best offensive player, maybe a seventy percent touch guy. He's let everybody down. Yeah, uh, he has sixty carries for a hundred. 
What? He has that many carries for 164 yards this season? He has, he six, has no big plays. 60 carries for 164 yards. That's what he has this season? That sounds right to me. Wow. I mean, he has been getting used. And not as much as a receiver as I expected, but he has been getting used. Yeah. They just don't ever move the ball. Uh, Dawson Knox limited in Thursday's practice with that quad injury for Buffalo. Okay. I mean, I guess that affects Kincaid. But, yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, Damian Harris, uh, with the neck injury, was upgraded to a full participant uh, on the Thursday for Buffalo. They're flying today, tonight, to go to London. Oh, are they? Yeah. Boy, that seems risky. I would have done that a couple days ago, right? Yeah. Is the norm? So I don't like the sound of that, especially with the team that's been there for over a week. I would lean towards Jacksonville. Not, maybe not mm-hmm. to win the game, but I'll take the points in that with, with Jacksonville. By no means am I excusing what the Steelers did in Houston. But the travel stuff messes it with does, people. It does I mean, mess I'm you up. I'm just saying it messes with people. Yeah. It couldn't have been a, a, a positive for the Steelers. It's not the reason they lost, folks. I'm not saying that. Uh, Zay Jones with the knee was limited in Thursday's practice. That's two straight days uh, limited for Zay Jones, so it looks like he's trending in the right direction. Well, it's good for Lawrence. I don't know if I'm like starting Jones all the way, but it's not great for Kirk. He got targeted a lot the first game. Mm, I, I, I mean, I'm not starting him, though. Uh, Tevin Jenkins was activated from injured reserve for the uh, Bears. He'll play so tonight. He'll play night. Yeah, yep. it looks like it. Their line has not been great. Yeah. Uh, to make room for him, the Bears released quarterback Nathan Peterman. Mm. The yeah, well-traveled still in the league. Nathan yeah, Peterman. He's been around a while. Uh, Miles Sanders with that groin injury limited again in Thursday's practice. Not sounding great. Yeah. I mean, he's a hard guy to start anyway. I mean, just if you have him stand alone, I'm not even talking about Chuba. I'm siding on if he plays, it's even a flex. Maybe. Maybe. He's not catching balls down there though. Like he I, I thought he'd be more productive. Yeah. Um just it's not not great. They, you know. You would expect them to have to kinda if they're gonna win that game or at least stay in that game, they're gonna have to probably get into a shootout with Minnesota. Yeah, and they don't have the weapons. Are they play it. Minnesota this week? I think so. Oh no, he missed uh, the week four game against the Vikings. They played the Lions. They played the oh, Lions. They played Lions in Detroit. Yeah, I, I knew they had to be set up to score a lot of points. I think they're in for a long day. Yeah, that could be bad. Uh, Titans wide receiver Kyle Phillips practiced on Thursday. Doesn't he's kind of much. Slot, yeah. yeah, I mean he's valuable if you were starting Tannehill. I don't think anybody is. Uh, Von Miller joined the team on their flight to London for Week 5's matchup against the Jaguars. He's been talking for 10 days or so, hey, I'm playing, I'm playing. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't think it's every snap, but he's an unbelievable player. That's great for the Bills. Rich get richer. Uh, Wondell Robinson practiced on Thursday for the Giants. They need him. Yeah, they need him. Uh, Daniel Jones says it's important to make Darren Waller a bigger part of the offense, and he has to do a better job of finding him and getting him the ball. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure that's no doubt. Yeah. Protection's obviously their problem. You take 10 or 11 sacks, I mean, not, fantasy production's not going to be there in the past. Even at that, he's he's got he's averaging 5.8 targets per game. So in, in terms of the, the tight end market. That's not so bad. That's yeah. not so bad, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess for fourth or fifth tight end off the board, if you're getting six-ish tight, uh, targets per game in today's NFL – you can live with it. But I think everybody, uh, even we talked about it in the preseason, I thought he might be like tight end three by the end of the season mm-hmm. just because he's the best receiver that they have. Yeah, I thought he'd lead the team in receptions. I mean, maybe he still will. He, and he might, yeah. Yeah. So we'll that, see. That doesn't mean he's tight end three, unfortunately. No, unfortunately, that I was. Yeah. That's the tight end position now. He went three for 21. Like mm-hmm. Even like Dallas Goddard's been really bad. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these guys are highly kiddled, you know. Ooh. It is tough. 
Uh, Tyquan Sh- uh, Thornton not practicing for the Patriots. Okay. Not that I think that matters. Yeah, right. But they need every weapon they can get. Uh, Luke Musgrave has cleared concussion protocol and will be active in week five against the Raiders for the uh, Green Bay Packers. He's a sneaky tight end. It's, I'm not sure I would ignore him if he was on the waiver wire. I might want to grab him. I'm not saying start him right now, but I know they're really high on him. Start him over Kyle Pitts? Probably. <laughs> start anybody I mean, over Kyle Pitts at this point. I picked up Jake Ferguson in the league I'm with you, and I'm going to start him over Pitts. Yeah. I mean, you just have to. Uh, T. Higgins. With the rib injury, remains sidelined for Thursday's practice for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Every step of the way, I thought that there's little chance. He I don't plays. think he plays this I mean, week. I think he's got broken ribs. Uh, Rico Dowdle uh, returned to practice on Thursday. He's the t- he's the handcuff. He's the two. Yeah, he's the two. He should probably be in every league. Yeah, because he's one heartbeat away from being the from, waiver wire pickup. From being yeah, yeah, everybody's rushing to the waiver wire to pick up Rico Dowdle. And just cuz no one's heard of him, they don't look at it that way, but it really doesn't matter. He would yeah. get a lot of opportunities in a good offense. He's already I mean, he does he's got 130 yards from scrimmage and a touchdown on 25 touches. So it's not like he stinks. No, I bet he has a ton of fourth quarter touches when they in those couple blowout games, Yeah, you know. That's fine. Well, so what? Yeah. He's out there. He's, he's clearly showing, the two. He's showing he can do it and he's showing that he he is clearly the two. I mean, with nobody else, and even, there's nobody else. They're not going to give it to Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn is no. A, he's going to get five touches a game, and I mean, I'm not rooting for this, but Pollard's never shown that he's a bell cow. Yeah, I mean, in terms of you know 300 touches. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo remains in concussion protocol, but is practicing Thursday. Well, we know what that means, and mm-hmm. this is a a big step to him getting cleared, perhaps tomorrow or Saturday. Yeah, I mean it would be a second week in concussion protocol, so. Uh, that's good I mean, that's him. good news for Devontae Adams owners because this, yeah. this is a big. I mean, they're playing, they're playing Green Bay at home. Green Bay you think Devonte Adams wants to go for about twelve yeah. catches this I don't week? Think he wants rookies. Throwing <laughs> yeah. He could be uh, when we do DFS tomorrow. He could be very attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, CD Lamb with a knee injury returned to practice on Thursday. He did not practice on Wednesday, so that's a. Those, I mean, as you know, and they're all shooting up this week against the. I would say, I think yeah. they're saving everybody for this game. Uh, Devontae Adams, we just talked about him. I didn't see this. Uh, he he was held out of Thursday's practice with a shoulder injury. No way, he is not playing not against sure. the Packers. Yeah. That's not would, happening. Wouldn't be too worried. Uh, Saquon Barkley with that ankle uh, was expected to be limited in Thursday's practice. That, according to Brian Dayball, was expected to be. Yeah. Did he? Is that before the practice? Before practice, I okay. guess Dayball spoke to the media and said, "Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be limited today." I thought he'd be out of the woods by now, but I guess that is a high ankle sprain, and you just never know. Yeah, I mean, they didn't call it that, but need him out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown with the abdomen injury return did not practice on Thursday. Wow, I mean, I'm sure you're super precautionary with him, kind of like C.D. Lamb, but if it's worse than people think, you better be careful on that one. That scares yeah. me a little bit. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, Damian Pierce with a knee. He didn't play. He didn't practice on uh, Wednesday. He did return to practice on Thursday. They play Atlanta. Maybe I missed it, but I don't remember him hobbling around in the Steelers game. Um, yeah, he must have taken maybe a helmet to the, mm-hmm. something. You, know, you never know. Uh, when speaking with the media to, uh, yesterday or today, I should say, Jonathan Taylor said it feels really good to be healthy. When asked about his return from injured reserve, um, he said if somebody wasn't committed, they wouldn't be here. He was a full participant on Wednesday. Here's the thing to remember: he Such hasn't. A weird situation. I don't think he hasn't been officially activated. Activated yet? You sure? Well, he was. He was. I'm not sure. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm trying asking. to think if he was on the pup. 
Um, he was on the pup, or was he on injured reserve? He was on the pup. Okay. Yeah. So he, he, the the injured reserve rules don't count there. So never mind. He's okay. he's on the active roster. Uh, be interesting to see. Everyone's acting like nothing ever happened, and he's just going to be the one. And everybody's. I would be very cautious be. about playing him this week. I think you probably have to, though. I wouldn't just play. I'm not against Tennessee. I'm not plugging him straight in. I into forgot the, the opponent. That's an awful team to start. It could be. I mean, it could be a, a, a split this week between mm-hmm. him and Moss, and they both end up getting ten carries for. I mean, you're starting him ahead of Moss. Though, Thirty-five right? yards. I wouldn't start either one of them. Well, yeah, I'm just saying if you. It could depends be t- what you got. It could be ten carries each for thirty-five yards, and that would be that's possible. Neither one's a great receiver. Yeah, Moss is the better receiver. Um, I, I, that's a hard team to run on. Yeah, I, they were very good. Um, Austin Eckler, he's off this week. The Chargers are off this week, but he said he expects to be back for Week Six against the Cowboys. Well, great. <laughs> well, great. But, man, if that went any longer, I'd been petrified if I was an Eckler owner. I mean, yeah. Now that he, at least he has a bye, you got him hopefully for the rest of the year. Uh, Rams head coach uh, Sean McVay said that Cooper Cup with the hamstring is going through a normal practice. This was uh, uh, yesterday. Yeah, I've heard all good things. Like, I think there's a really good chance he plays. There's a chance he plays, and if he does, boy. Stafford's attractive. Yeah. He's playing phenomenal, and now you just gave him his number one weapon back. What do you do with Puka Nakua? Start him. Until further notice. I mean, I can't leave it's, 15 there's targets only, on the bench. There's only one football. I know. And Do they hurt each other? Does Does Cup go back to his former, you know, 15 targets I a think game? He's still the Does alpha. Nakua keep the 15 targets a game? Like, that's – I know one thing. Nakua, with Cooper Cup back on the field, is not getting 15 targets per game. Agreed. But if he gets eight or nine – I'm happy with it. But he goes from being at what what has been a wide receiver one to He's probably more of a wide receiver two. But if I have them both, I'm starting them both. Yeah. Assuming Cup's active, and I'm real happy about Stafford. Oh, Stafford's the Stafford big, the big the, winner. The, yeah. The Higbees of the world and Atlas of the world become obsolete. Yeah. I mean, that's just a McVeigh thing. He gets the ball to his best dudes. Now he's got two as opposed to one. Oh, really? Three? What about two to Atwell? Well, I don't think Atwell. I think it hurts Atwell and Higby. I think it hurts Higby. For sure. Like, Atwell was still getting... I mean, he'll get the the the, the shot plays. Here's the, the, the problem with this is, 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 is Kieran Williams is going to catch the ball out of the backfield. Yeah, fair amount. Or Kyron Williams. Mm-hmm. He's going to catch the ball out of the backfield. He's probably going to five times a game. Yeah. That's been the... And, and, and that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been pretty consistent, yeah. If if Cup's getting, let's say, let's say 12 targets per game for Cup. Yeah, which is a nice workload. All right, now you're up to 17 catches. Well, you're not well, gonna, 17 targets. Or yeah. 17 targets, I should say. Now you throw in Puka's another 10-ish. Okay. Now you're now you're at what, 27 targets. Mm-hmm. Um Atwell gets I think his Atwell gets like cut in half, and Higby gets like cut in half. I think Atwell becomes your 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 splash guy. You know, his targets are deep. I think it hurts everybody. I think oh, I think it, yeah, it, it, yes, it does hurt. Don't everybody. expect I mean, well, like, for, uh, so. Puka's not going to stay at the same level. No, he's not going to be right. catching fifteen passes a game. That's no. my that's my point. Is <laughs> yes. like, that's uh, not we happening. Agree on that, right? Like, but he's still an, a, a fantasy starter. Yeah, and cop. Like I'm firing them both up. I guess. I just, I, I I'm one of these guys. I'd, I'd rather just like to see it. I know. In reality, I know I because we haven't seen it. We didn't see. You know, cop didn't do anything. Poop. poop Puka Nakua is like an, an emergence during you know in season here. It's not like we've 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 got anything to fall back on. 
So if let's say it's a strange situation. You drafted Cup high, he goes on IR. You were the first one to put in on Puka. You got both of them on your roster, Ugh. and you only got one roster spot for the two. Well, then I'm starting Cup. I'm starting Cup. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But if I've I got, I still think Puka would be in my top twenty-five this week. But I might have better options. Maybe, maybe. You know, but I may I don't have, know that you have thirty better options. If I if I drafted, let's say I went wide receiver, wide receiver in the mm-hmm. in the you know let's say let's say I got Cup. And AJ Brown, and I can, good. I can yeah. only start two of them. Well, I'm not starting. Yeah, I'm not starting Puka Nakua. I hope right. that he hits. He ends up with let's say seven catches because then I trade him. Then you trade him, <laughs> right, right, right. But I'm thinking of bigger leagues with flexes and things like that. Like I, I'm, I can promise you Nakua would be in my top 25 receivers. Would you try to trade Nakua now? Hmm. Because his because his value proved. is not going to be any higher than it is right now. Well, everyone in the world knows Cup's back, and they're having the same conversation. But if, I think his value. I, what I would do is I would look for somebody who's really weak at, with their second wide receiver, and I'd say, "Here, I'll give you Puka Nakua for Aaron Jones, Damian Pierce, Aaron Jones, yeah, yeah. one of the, like a, a, a good RB, yeah, 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 an RB two right. that's kind of been, you know." In that case, sure. But I think I think his stock dipped from a week ago because. Everyone's having this cup conversation. Yeah, but if Nikola but it's has still a good high, game, it's still high now. But it can it could bottom out. It he's not going to it's not going to go higher than it is now. See, I think it will if he gets ten. If he shows that he gets eight to ten targets this week, and they can coexist together. But it's not the it's not doubt. the fifteen catches he was getting before. No, it's never he's never going to point. More. That's what I mean. His his point total is only going to like he's his production. Won't let's go say off. he's wide receiver three right now. Yeah, well, he's not going to finish at wide receiver three. No, but you can't get. Wide receiver compensation back for him. wide receiver three compensation back for him. No, but I could get an RB two back for him, right? And I would be perfectly okay with that for somebody that I picked up off the waiver wire. My point after is, after week I'm one, a, if you and I are talking trade and you're trying to get me into Kua, okay, I'm interested. But I'm going to give you less today than I would a week from today if he gets ten targets. Less today than a week. See, I don't know that I would because he's. I want again, to see them coexist. I, I don't know. Th- I don't know that they can because they they run a lot of the same mm-hmm. stuff. See, is Nakua now? Is Nakua now ha- bumped outside because cups cups a slot? I think Nakua is Robert Woods when they were humming. You know okay. what I mean? You know what I mean? Like that's a good player. That's a fantasy. Robert Woods. Starter. Robert Woods. And Robert Woods. Typical. Best days. Typical you know, stat line was like six for eighty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's wide receiver. 25 to 30-ish. Yeah, that doesn't excite me. I mean, he's he's not going to be wide receiver three, like you said. Right. I don't know that Cup can be either now. But I think they're both in your top 24-ish. Mm. I mean, it's it's not wonderful I'd, for I'd, any I'd, of them but Stafford. I'd, yeah, I'd want to get rid of him. I just... Oh, I'm not saying <laughs> keep him. Right. I mean, if I, if you could turn him into running back two, yes. Do that immediately. Or would you, I might trade him straight up for Sam Laporta. That would be, you know yeah. what I mean, a, a tight end that you know, a tight end that you could start. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, the sixth best quarterback. Yeah, Anthony yeah. Richardson, maybe. You know, there's somebody. You know, somebody he's, that he's quarterback twelve right now. But I'm sure he is. <laughs> but I mean, somebody that there's a doubt or two about. But I saw a stat on like if you took Anthony Richardson's running out of his numbers, out of his out of the, if if you just took the rushing touchdowns that mm-hmm. he has out of the equation. Yeah. Which are kind of, eh. Um, he he falls from like QB twelve. Now he did miss a game. I say, he but he goes he goes from QB twelve. He also left mid game. Yeah, but he, he goes left. from QB twelve down to QB twenty eight or twenty nine, something like that. That's how much the rushing touchdowns sure. are affecting his score right yeah, now. Yeah. And they're kind of 
you know, are those going to hold up if if Jonathan Taylor comes back? I don't know that they'll be high. I mean, he's going to score more than most quarterbacks. I mean, the most quarter, but he's not going to he's not going to score like he has been. He's still he's still a very unrefined passer. Is the kind of the point mm-hmm. where he's completing fifty eight percent of his mm-hmm. passes. I would I would be buying him more than I would be selling him if I owned him. I, he would not be on the market for me. Well, you loved him to begin with, and you hated him. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of our league, I just got to note that Christian Watson been downgraded to questionable oh. now too. Just when he was starting to play. Yeah, well, that's See, maybe that's what his season's going to be like. That might very well be the case. Yeah. Uh, but that's going to do it for the fantasy football focus. Do you like anybody tonight? A lot. I, I can see points tonight. I mean, both defenses. The, the Bears have given up. I think it's like fourteen straight games of twenty-five or more points. It's an NFL record. Okay. NFL record. They're just wow. awful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm starting Robinson. I mean, Howell's not terrible. Fields isn't terrible. I mean, if you if your number one guy is on bye or something like that, if you've Herbert, you can live with Howell this week. What about Washington defense? It's not horrible. Not the Bears' defense ever. No, no, you're not starting the Bears' defense, but but I think Fields might be back to producing for fans. He still gets sacked though. Tons sacked and throws throws picks. Yeah, that's what's good. That's what I was thinking with the Washington D. That front four is still legit. Yeah, yeah. So they'll get to him a little bit, but uh, well, I'm not going to say that it's going to be an interesting game because I don't think it is. But I just like watching the young quarterbacks. Not no. not as much as you like watching hot young tight ends. <laughs> no, none of those in this game. <laughs> those two are boring tight ends. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, or visit online at shop.steelers.com. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And, uh, Matt, I thought it'd be a, a good time here as we're about halfway into the college football season as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, take a look here at uh, our friend uh, friend of the show, Ryan Wilson from CBS Sports. Mm-hmm. We have him, uh, Ryan, on every year at the uh, NFL Scouting Combine. He has his uh, latest mock draft here on the CBSSports.com. Okay. I hope um, we're not talking a lot of draft regularly a month or two from now. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see about that. <laughs> let's hopefully it's a spot thing. So right now he has at number one Caleb Williams, the uh, quarterback from USC. I think that's everybody's yeah. consensus number one. Number two, though, he has Marvin Harrison Jr., the is wide receiver. Is he plugging him in with teams or not He yet? is. Right now he has the Cardinals at one. And I think if it, if it ended right now, the Bears would have the top two The Bears two would picks. have the top two. Right. That's the interesting thing about this. So the Cardinals have two picks. They stink. Mm-hmm. And the Bears have two picks, and they stink. You're right. Uh, they can Cardinal, end up, the Cardinals is Houston, who looks good. Yeah, the top the top four picks could end up being, or well, not, maybe not the top four. I don't know if Houston will be. Yeah, the Houston might be okay. It's, it's, it's changing that. Yeah. But they're not going to be 20. Right. You know. And but Chicago, Chicago has Carolina's That's what I mean. first round pick. Chicago could have. Easily two of the top three. So here's the interesting thing about this. So at three, he has the Bears taking Drake May, the quarterback out of North Carolina. 
and I so don't. So he didn't. He had the Cardinals picking one. Yeah. Okay. And one and two, just kind of. Again, it's who yeah, cares? Yeah, whatever, right? But this could end up being kind of the way this thing goes. Let's see, because if the Bears had the number one pick, well, either way, they would take quarterback and then probably Marvin Harrison. Right. I mean, in which case, then if you're the the Cardinals, do you take? Drake May, or if you're the the Bears, do you take the, the you know mm-hmm. Drake May? And then what happens to Fields and Kyler? Right, that's the big, mean, that's the, the big the next thing to fall. Do Look, they end up in Minnesota or Tampa or who knows? You're gonna get something for them. Which which one would you if you're if you're a GM, you've got the opportunity to take Kyler Murray or Justin Fields in a trade. Which one are you trying more to acquire? Kyler's so expensive. That's I mean, the problem. I mean, the it's not situation. apples and or, apples it's to not. apples here. But he's the better football player. Yeah, I mean he's he's an NFL starter. Or I have no doubt you may that. look at this and say we really liked Fields coming out a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, and we think the Bears have mismanaged him. I'd like to get him in here for a year or two and see what we can do with him. Like it would shock me if Fields's value got the Trey Lance neighborhood. Yeah, that, that can't know, happen. Although I mean, he would have to get benched. This I mean, I if saw they end up the first on... pick in the draft. It might. His starting his record as a starter, and I realize the quarterback yeah, record is a it has to be hideous. It's five and twenty five. <laughs> five and twenty five. They earn, and people forget they earned the first overall pick last year. Yeah, they I had mean, this decision with Bryce Young. It, he's a. Uh, a lot of people told me if Bryce Young was six three, he would be the Bears' starting quarterback right now. <laughs> I, I like Fields. I liked Fields coming yeah. out. Um, I think he has he, to turn it around now. I think he throws the ball well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he, you know, does he process as well as he that's should? I, that's what I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not on time, and then he takes a million sacks. I, the running's know. not enough. I mean, Could he you, has to play a lot if you better. put him in in an offense like what the Ravens? If, if you, you See, hire, I think Atlanta if, would be awesome. If you brought a Greg Roman in and say, Greg, let. Design yeah, the same right. offense we had you had in Baltimore right. for Justin Fields. Right. I mean, like I think Atlanta could do that. You know, get yeah. him on the cheap. I'd rather have him than Ritter. I mean, there's no yeah. doubt. The other thing about Fields, though, and I hate to say this, but Kenny's just one year away. You have are you, you pick up a fifth year option. Yeah, pick up a fifth year I mean, option right now. Guy. You're saying no. Right. I mean, the Steelers gonna have this decision really soon too. It happens quick. Yep, for sure. Uh, so after but if you're Minnesota, I'll take Kyler Murray. I mean, I don't know if I'd give you a first for him if I'm picking high, but I'll give you a future first or a two. I mean, I don't know if he's a good leader and all that stuff too, but uh, I've heard some stuff about that that that's not, not the case. Flattering. Yeah, right, of course. But, but it's going to be really fun if the, the teams we think are bad stay bad. Yeah. Uh, at four. And sorry, uh, last thing. Marvin Harrison's awesome. So if you are Drake May or Caleb Williams, and I get to come in the league with that guy. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> right, that's not bad. right, right, right. Uh, Fashanu, the offensive tackle from Penn State, mm-hmm. uh, is number really four high. on here. He's going to go really high. Yeah. yeah. This is a really good draft, and I know people say that every year, but I'm telling you, tackles and quarterbacks is really good this year. At pick five, Jared Versey, the uh, defensive mm-hmm. end edge rusher from uh, Florida State. I'm shocked he didn't come out last year, but yeah. what I don't know is, I just don't have time, is are these guys having great years? I mean, he, he was considered a top 10 pick a year ago. Yeah. I know Florida State's having, doing well. At six, Jerzon Newton, defensive lineman from Illinois. Illinois, yeah. And he's, I know that he is having a very good year. Yeah. It's not a bad defense tackle class either. At seven, Joe Alt, the offensive tackle from Notre Dame. Notre Dame, yeah. McGlinchey-ish, you know. Yeah. I think he's a better prospect than McGlinchey was. At uh, eight, Dallas Turner, the edge rusher from Alabama. 
He's lighter. He's like 235, 240, kind of looks like a basketball player. But yes. I mean, he, he influenced Will Anderson a lot. Um, at nine, Emika Egbuka, the other wide receiver from Ohio State. Wow. That's a, that's the highest I've seen him, but I've consistently seen him mocked in the first. Yeah. But they're doing it receivers nuts. I mean, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. And look how good Olave and Wilson are in the pros. Yeah. And they won't even know about Smith and the Jigba yet. Um, at 10, J.C. Latham, uh, offensive tackle from Alabama. He's the big, massive He's tackle. Massive 350-ish. With the way the Alabama tackles have been hit and miss in the in the NFL. I know. You hate to scout the helmet, yeah. but you wonder how are they being coached or you know they're highly recruited. Right. You know, if, you, if they went to Bama, but are they soft on them? I bet not. If it's Probably saving, not, but is it... Is it could it, be the opposite. Where is it a situation because there's so many other good guys around them, do they look better than what they are? I think that's tough. I yeah. mean, would he look... Of course, he dominated Akron, or, you know, but, yeah. you know, still. The other thing about the Bama dudes, and I think this is true for Georgia, their practices take more out of you. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, at 11, Nate Wiggins, cornerback out of Clemson. That's the first cornerback on the hmm. list here. That's the highest I've seen him. He must be having a good year. I mean, I've seen his name before. Uh, at 12... Malik Neighbors, wide receiver out of LSU. Okay. There's, um, I think there's a big race right now for who's wide receiver two. Yeah. Uh, at 13, Amarius Mims, offensive tackle out of Georgia. Another 6'7", 340-pounder. Uh, our board, Dane Brugler, loves this guy. That He's moldable clay and you're stuck behind like Broderick Jones. And, I mean, he's not yeah. going to have a lot of tape, but he's really, really talented. This kid has really come on this year. Uh, at 14, Patrick Paul. Uh, offensive tackle out of Houston. A lot of tackles. Yeah, yeah. a lot of tackles. And there's some, several more that will probably be in the first-round mix. Um, and you know they're not going to fall. At 15, he has Shadur Sanders, mm-hmm. uh, qu- quarterback out of Colorado. Of course, he's Deion Sanders' mm-hmm. kid. Um, so I was listening to a podcast today about the quarterbacks um, that Nate Tice does for the Athletic, and – Kuiper has him as the third quarterback. Apparently, Wilson does too, or yeah. being told that. There's a lot of whose quarterback three is very, very much up in the air. But because of his name and how much people are talking about him, they suggested on this podcast, I don't know how He might not come out. He could get like $5 million next year to go back to Colorado yeah. and like advertisements galore. You yeah. know, like that's not a bad gig. You know, by the way, I mean, it's not he's, like dad, you know, the, the family's not hurting for money. Exactly. I yeah. mean, he's a unique prospect. Come back and play for his dad again. Like, yeah. Help, help him recruit. And, yeah. You know, right. I mean, there's a lot to benefit from going back. At 16, Kingsley Suomaitaya. Is he uh, the from, offensive tackle from BYU? Offensive tackle from BYU. Yeah. yeah. Again, there's a lot of first round tackles. I'd be interested. Like, I wonder if he's he's a sophomore. He's Richard, Richard yeah, I think sophomore. he's super young. I don't think he has done the mission or any yeah. of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at 17, Laitu Laitu. Edge guy. Edge guy from UCLA. Mm-hmm. 6'5. Real strong year. Pac 12 this year is actually. They got some dudes. They got some dudes and good mm-hmm. teams. Yep. Just in time for the conference to get blown up. <laughs> yeah. Washington has some receivers. They yeah. got a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, at 18, Chop Robinson, uh, edge rusher out of Penn State. Penn State could have three first-rounders. They're, they have a, a quality group. At 19, Michael Penix, Jr. He was a quarterback. Uh, he's the time quarterback out of uh, Washington. Yeah. Real unorthodox throwing style. Um, real quick on Chop from Penn State. 
I don't know that there's a consensus number one edge. You know, like Will Anderson kind of controlled that. I think Versey is the... Versey probably yeah. is, yeah. Uh, Turner from Bama was, was second on this list, but I'm not sure that that's set in stone. Um, at 20, Kool-Aid McKinstry out of Alabama, the cornerback. I have no idea what kind of year he's having, but mostly going into the year, he was cornerback he was, one. He was yeah, number one, yeah. yeah. Um, at 21... This guy has kind of reinvented himself here a little bit this year. Uh, Spencer Rattler out of South Carolina. I think this is his seventh year in in. He's been in college forever, yeah. Forever, but he's doing well, and I guess he had some immaturity questions that he's answered as he's because he's 40 years old. (laughs) (laughs) At 22, I'm surprised he's this far down the list. Brock Bowers. That's insane to me. I mean. I'll bet bet anyone that wants to listen, he goes in the top – Ten and maybe four. Like I don't. Care he might be that. actually be wide receiver two. Yes, he's pass catcher two. Pass catcher two. Yeah, is what, I think would be a better be, way to put it. I think he'll be pass catcher two on draft day too, unless he blows out a knee or something crazy. Yeah, he's a special dude. I mean, they run jet sweeps and stuff with him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's a better prospect than Pitts was, and that's yeah. easy to say now because Pitts hasn't done great. But he's a better prospect than Pitts was. Uh, at twenty three, Braylon Trice, edge rusher out of Washington. Okay. He's more I, of a true 4 3 end. I, was saying, I think he's yeah. a 265, 270-ish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> at uh, 24, Keon Coleman, wide receiver out of Florida State. He's a tall, He's a huge one. Yeah, big. If that's pursued about him, I think he's a Michigan State transfer. He was a Michigan yeah. State uh, transfer. Uh, at 25, Kalen King, cornerback out of Penn State. Yeah, he played opposite Porter, and he's been mocked in the first round ever since. Uh, at 20... I think people picked on him when they didn't yeah. start throwing a porter, and it didn't go well for him either, <laughs> to be honest. At 26, uh, JT Tuamalo, uh, edge rusher out of Ohio State. Another kind I think of he's a five-star. Yeah, 4-3-N type, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's been a little inconsistent. Don't quote me on that, but I think he's super talented. Probably test really guy. well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at 27, Josh Newton, cornerback out of uh, TCU. Okay. I think he, I, he was their best corner. Well, I don't want to say that because Tomlinson was really good yeah. for them, but he's a small. Uh, at 28, Leonard Taylor, uh, junior, or the third, I should say, a defensive lineman from uh, Miami. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a great D-tackle group. Uh, at 29 is Jatavian Sanders, uh, the tight end out of Texas. He is super athletic. Yes, he is. He's another big, tall receiver type. Like power forward type. Yeah. yeah. Um, at 30 is Barrett Carter, linebacker out of Clemson. They have two that are in the first round mix. Yeah, yeah. He's the better athlete. Thirty one. One's Trotter's kid. Yeah. Uh, Thirty one is Tyler Newbin, safety out of Minnesota. He's having a phenomenal year, from what I understand. I've yeah. watched a lot of them, but Minnesota's pretty good this year. And then at thirty two is Rome Odenze or Dunze, uh, wide receiver out of Washington. Washington. I think they have two. They get a couple better, of guys. Yeah. yeah. And Pinnex is throwing to them. So that's your uh, first round as right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, halfway through the season, yeah, um, we're starting to get a better grasp on sure where guys are going to end up at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the college season is further along than the NFL season too. I mean, I, I don't know how many games most teams have. I mean, obviously quite a few, but you, you got a lot of games under your belt too for yeah. these draft nicks. Yeah. So uh, that's Ryan Wilson's mock draft uh, in the order. I didn't read, really read the teams there. It doesn't but, matter. I mean, yeah, right. that's that's kind of the order. Ryan always joins us for the combine too, and good dude. Yeah, does a good job with that. Um, always appreciate that when he does that. We're going to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. We are 
This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson, and uh, this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, I want to do just a couple of uh, housekeeping items here. Okay. Um, Things being said, done, whatever, in the media stuff. So Ravens linebacker Patrick Queen... um, spoke to reporters this week said he's he hates the Steelers and the reason hit for he hates us why he hates the Steelers is Mike Tomlin made some disrespectful comments to him in his rookie year oh did he yeah like to him directly or to the media? apparently he said when I was on the I was on the sideline their sideline my rookie year Mike Tomlin was looking at me yelling you're not a Raven you're not a Raven you're not supposed to be there you're not one of them so every time I play them there's something personal uh, Queen was asked if Tomlin was joking. I said, I don't care if he was joking. I don't care if he was serious. At the end of the day, I'm on your sideline, and you're telling me I'm not a Raven. That's kind of disrespectful. Mike Tom, first of all, Mike Tomlin does talk to players like, like you hear him. I mean, you see him guys he's taken to dinner and stuff like that. He, he yeah. has a little bit of relationship. Here's the thing, Patrick. He has a lot of dudes in the lead. Yeah. If you're that ticked off about it, why is are the Ravens one and five in your career? Hmm. Since you joined the Ravens, it's that it's that disrespectful, and it meant that much to you that you've won one time out of six meetings. I mean, I assume if that's true, and the way Tomlin phrased it was, "You're not good enough to be a Raven." He's given the organization respect. No, what he's I think what he is saying there is, he's hey, we wanted you here. You shouldn't be a Raven. Like that kind of stuff. Like kind of like the when he talked to Chase Young a couple years ago. No, and said, I thought he meant like he's not worthy of being. No, a Raven. no, oh, okay. no. Oh, I think okay. it was like, yeah, oh, man, come on, you're not a Raven. You can't be like I like okay. I liked you too much. You can't be a Raven. Well, the Ravens didn't pick up his fifth year off. They don't like him either. So, yeah, so he may not be a Raven be a, after this year. Maybe get a crack at him after this year. If you but want it's like him, the but... Chase Young stuff when he says, "Leo, man, I'd love to have a shot to draft you, but we're never in that position." Okay, if he know? means as a compliment, that's different than I thought. He was given the organization. Great I don't think respect. no. I don't think yeah. Tomlin ever ever would talk to a player like that. Just knowing, yeah. You know, you're how he interacts with – yeah, that's, You're not Ray Lewis, you're not Roquan, you know. No, that I don't think – when he talks to players on the – to... Yeah, when he talks to players on the sideline, it's always good-natured. Okay. It's never, you know, yeah, bad nasty. Yeah, uh, that that would – so. Okay, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not an athlete, but a lot of athletes need whatever motivation they can to if get you need to get – you need to get motivated to play a football game by stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You're you probably once a week. You're pro- yeah, you're probably not – I don't know. You, I, 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 I have to need it. I have to kind of question your mental fortitude. I'm surprised you even say it to the media. Like, who cares? You know, right? Yeah. I don't Keep know. that to yourself. Yeah. yeah like, who looks good in that situation? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> um, which brings me to speaking of who looks good in the situation. I, I wasn't even aware of this until last night. I'm kind of torn around the internet. I was, you know, when you're traveling and stuff, you get kind of caught up in the getting catching up on sleep and things of that nature. Matt, the Matt Canada burner account stuff. Oh, right, right. Is the most ridiculous, childish thing that some fan out there could do that I... I saw the headline for it and never even thought twice about it. People people were picking up on this like this was a real thing. I I hope whatever moron out there created this thing and and, and tried to pass it off as something. Like, come on. First of all, nobody's getting caught with a burner in 2023. See, I don't even know. Um, A a second account. Too many people over the last decade have gotten caught mm -hmm. doing stuff like that that you have to believe nobody's going to be stupid enough to do it, let alone 
the 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 person who did it then put in the the, the an email address That's that, what I was gonna that bring is 100% right. not what the Steelers use. Every NFL team has like the every NFL employee kind of has the same email. The address, same email address. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's there's you could figure it out. It doesn't mean it took me like I saw somebody mentioned somebody said something about a Canada burner account. So I'll, I'll Google, I'll bite, I'll Google and see what this is. Mm-hmm. And I look at it and I'm like, wow, that's obviously fake. <laughs> right. People picked up on this stuff and ran with it like it was something that was true. I I, I just don't get it. And to the, it got to the point where newspapers and and websites are writing story you know matt canada might have a, a burner account it's not true it's not true it's ridiculous and he was asked about the press and he was conference and he was asked no. about it at his press conference today you have to be a moron to believe that this was the case yeah so this year as you know i go to the facility every thursday that's that's a new thing in 2023 and I guess because the, the offensive coordinator press conference had just happened, this was topical when we were all eating lunch and afterwards. And it came up with a couple of the video folks we're with, and they're like, I work for the Steelers. I work for the NFL. I know my email address. I can tell you what his is, and it's not the same. It's not that. <laughs> it's, it's not, not that. I'm going to tell you what they are, but yeah. it's not the same. It's, you know, it, it, somebody that, thought they were cute. That it's devolved into this. And like, if I even write the words Matt Canada or, or say something, write, write a story about Matt Canada, something he said, oh, you whatever. You don't even have to bring the name up. The stuff that, like, you know, call him a scumbag. Call, you don't know anything. A, you don't know. Right. You can disagree with what he's doing on the field, one hundred percent. Sure, and, you have and, that right as a fan. You have right, that right, right, right as a fan. Great, but to make it personal and go after the guy, and you're being counterproductive over uh, about what you want to see happen here. That kind of stuff in sports makes me crazy. Like it drives me crazy. I think I mentioned this earlier in the week. My kids, or my son, is the same age as Todd Haley's son at USC. There was a stretch where he couldn't go to go to school. He yeah. was like seven. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like come on, because these guys have families. They have people that, the that care you're, about you're them. St- your dad's terrible. Blah 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 blah. You know, to, 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 the the vitriol and the anguish. And we're four games into a season. Uh, you heard what Naj- I don't know if you saw what Najee Harris came mm-hmm. out and said yesterday, but he, he he said, "Look, it's not it's not on the coaching staff here. It's the players. We're yeah. not playing well. Yeah, it's on everybody. It's, it's on, on ev- everybody. It, it, there there's no if there was one person." That, that would fix what's going on with the Steelers' offense right now, it would get fixed. But it's not just one thing. Right, right. If it was, we need a new left guard or a new tight end or whatever, right. or a new coordinator or a new, you know, whatever. Whatever. New set of It would cleats. get yeah, fixed. Right, right. So I adore my job. But this has not been my favorite week of doing my job. No. You know, like, no. for example, yesterday I put out a tweet that I just cut and pasted from my stat packet that is – just a fact, boom, here is something about the offense, how it matches up with the Ravens' defense. I get, like, three tweets. One of them is just, in all caps, why can't you admit that Canada's the problem? I didn't even mention his name. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that's how the whole week is. Just, just, just three re- replies, because I honestly, I've, I've had, I mean, the, anything you I've had to basically shut off my social media this week because I the vitriol... Uh, right. If... if, if, if Again, as I wrote after the game, <laughs> somehow the defense gets a complete and utter pass for what happened mm-hmm. in that game on Sunday. It's all about the it's all the offense's fault. Somebody's like people. I'm not sure who was worse. People actually came out and said to me, "Well, how's the defense supposed to do that when they're on the field doing the entire game?" Get off the field. 
They gave up a 12-play touchdown drive <laughs> on the opening series of the game. The offense hadn't even been on the field yet. Were they tired yeah. then? Right. Then the offense goes out and gets two first downs, and the defense goes out and gives up another scoring drive. Were and they I, tired? And I don't think all those backup <laughs> offensive linemen are going to turn into future Pro Bowlers. I, I just... You know? uh, I, I don't know what side of the ball was. I get it. Game. We we right. latch on to one thing and it becomes that 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 that. Yeah, it's nuts. But here's the thing, folks. I don't want to have to hear about it all the time. And it's I can't not, do anything about it. You can't do anything and it's about not it. My decision. It's not our decisions to make. To <laughs> uh, think right. that to think that it is to think that we have any kind of say over what happens, or if we held we asked if tougher you questions for more than it would happen. Yeah. No, it would. That's not how it works. Right. It's I not could how dedicate it works. every minute of my day and every dollar and every resource <laughs> I own, and it wouldn't change it the wouldn't faith of change anyone in that a building. Thing. Nothing. Right. If my my whole goal was to get. Boswell cut, or I couldn't do it. <laughs> so please stop asking me to. I, I just, uh, you know, why can't you admit this, or why can't you admit that? If if I thought that was the case, if I thought it was just one thing, I would say it. Right. But it's not just one thing with this team right now. If they need one corner to make this defense the 70 Steelers, I'd say go get a corner, you know? <laughs> but that's not the case. <laughs> There's a lot of problems it, it's right not now. All on to- It's not all on Matt Canada. Yeah. There are, are problems beyond that, and we've talked about them. The, the quarterback is not playing well. The offensive line is not playing well. The court, you know, the coordinator who who's calling the plays right now doesn't matter a hill of beans because right now the guys they are the product on the field. The guys who go out and try to execute the plays are not playing up to standard. Not to mention, please <laughs> at, at least think it through. If it were to happen, if if you folks out there that want this to happen became king of the world and you had your one wish and you could have it, then what would happen? Then what? Then what? I mean, I don't think you're going to hire Vince Lombardi tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Then what? Okay? You know, like, they're going to play Sunday. Right. <laughs> I, I just, I'm baffled know, by the whole thing. It's been a nutty week. I it's, mean, it's like, really, I wish yeah. I wasn't on Twitter. I shouldn't have tweeted anything. I, I get it. You know I mean, I mean? The, like, the Steelers played poorly on Sunday. Really I get it 100%. Poorly. It was yes. 100%. You, you didn't come on to, to this show on Steelers Nation Radio and hear, oh, they played really well on Sunday, but they lost. No! Right. They didn't. And frankly, I adore your guys' passion. <laughs> we and, love it. And fandom. And when I was a teenager, I would call on the Stan <laughs> Savern show and I had this big plan how they could trade for Marcus Allen, you know? <laughs> what if they trade this first-round pick and Merriweather and blah, 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 and, you know, Stan flatter me and, you know, yeah. I'm with that guy. I know what it's like, but, yeah, come on. Yeah. Anyways, that's going to do it for today's show. I don't there mean, you have it. This is our chance to vent a little bit because mm-hmm. I don't want to vent on social media because that just turns into a bad then thing. Then i got to listen to responses. Yeah. Or, or, or I guess I don't. Uh, but there will Anyways, be responses. There will be responses. But uh, we're gonna take, uh, that's going to do it for today's show. For, <laughs> for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Justin Miller here, keeping us on the, on the air. Uh, and, well, getting Bob Labriola on the air. Yeah, we appreciate Bob stopping that? by. I'm Dale Ollie. We also appreciate you listening. Day to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.